You're listening to Your Highest Self Podcast, and this is a bonus episode. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. I'm so excited to have you here. Thank you so much for taking the time to invest in your mind and doing it with me today. If you are new to the show, welcome. This is another bonus episode this week. Um, My name is Shanae and I'm your host. So um, if you have no idea who I am, I'm a retired WBFF Bikini Pro and my mission in life is really to help you on your journey to your highest self. And I love love, love, love doing that through personal development tools, skills, and the knowledge to help you go from a self-conscious nobody to a self-confident leader. And when I say leader, I mean a leader in your life. Like you don't have to be in corporate or a coach. Um, Just even being a mother means being a leader. So being a leader in your life. So like I said, this is another bonus episode um, to further support you during the crisis that we're experiencing as a global community. Um, Like I said yesterday, one of my main intentions and like job as a life coach is to um, show you how resilient you are when you have the right tools and knowledge to leverage your mindset and perspective. I firmly, firmly, firmly believe that um, we can have a better life when we can choose better thoughts when we know what thoughts are serving us and what thoughts are not serving us. So as a continuation of yesterday's episode, today we're going to talk about how to feel your feelings. And if you haven't yet listened to yesterday's episode, go ahead and do that first because they kind of build off on each other. Um, So say you did the stop technique that I taught you yesterday and you observed what you're feeling and you realize whoa, I'm feeling kind of (laughs) awful. Or you might be like, oh, I feel so anxious. And then you're like, oh, Shanae, like, that's why I didn't want to do this in the first place. I'm just going to go sit back on the couch and buffer away and, you know, just go on social media because I really don't want to feel all these terrible feelings. Or I'm really scared to stop and take note of how I'm feeling. So I'm just not going to do it in the first place. Um, I understand. So, The reason why I'm bringing you this podcast episode today is so that you can not be afraid of feeling your feelings. Here's the thing. Feelings are just emotional states or reactions. Emotions are energy in motion. Like these things cannot hurt you. Like we said yesterday, it's your thoughts that create your experiences. So if you're having a feeling of anxiety, it's your thought of about anxiety that's creating more anxiety for you, not the actual first feeling of anxiety itself. Does that make sense? So if you've been avoiding journaling, if you've been avoiding meditating, um, if you have like not wanted to get back into routine because of everything that's happening um, and you just don't want to sit with your feelings, um, one of the things I want you to ask yourself is like, why are, why are you afraid of your feelings? Why are you afraid of sitting with your feelings? And um, I'm asking you this because yesterday um, I did a live and one of my former clients was on and we were talking about routines and morning routines and self-care routines. And she used to be really good about her journaling. And she was like, I just can't get myself to journal again. Like I wake up and the first thing I do in the morning is go on social media um, because I really don't want to journal and like be with my feelings. And then, so I asked her, why are you afraid of being with your feelings? 
And what she said is because she thinks that she's going to feel sad and she associates being sad with being weak. Can you resonate? Totally, totally understandable, right? In our culture and society, we've been conditioned to think that showing our feelings somehow makes us weak. But as a human, let me tell you, you are going to experience 50% of sad or negative emotions. It's just a fact of life. Like I'm not even trying to be like a negative person. I'm a very positive person. And as a positive person, I understand that as a human being, I'm going to feel the whole spectrum of emotions. I'm going to feel sad, overwhelmed, panicked, stressed, loving, grateful. And I can often feel all of those feelings in the span of one day, which happened to me last week. Um, and I was like, so confused. I was like, oh my God, I'm so emotional today. I'm feeling amazing one minute and then awful the next. Um, so it's just a fact of life. And when you can learn to sit with your feelings, when you can learn to validate and acknowledge them, then you can choose to shift them. That's when you become the most empowered version of yourself. When you're able to feel your feelings, validate yourself, and then choose to shift. If you, however, don't allow your feelings to come through, they eventually will find a way to be known either through like getting tension headaches, insomnia, anxiety, depression, um, like gut issues. Um, Side note, I'm excited for you guys to listen to um, the episode coming up with my Reiki mentor because we talked about this and this is where Reiki and energy healing helps people who have really blocked emotions like just years of of suppressed emotions just like pushed inside of them and that's why I got my Reiki certification because I really noticed that in a lot of my clients who came through mindset makeover like they just hadn't allowed themselves to feel their feelings and when you feel you heal okay that's how this all works so like I said if if an energy or if emotions are energy in motion and you're not letting that emotion ride through your body like feel the wave of it and let it go and instead you're just pushing it down and suppressing it then it gets stuck and think about how awful you feel when you have all that stuck rage and and sadness and like anxiety in your body like it's not a good feeling um and it can manifest as physical pain and trauma to you if you do not allow yourself to feel your feelings Anyways, I feel like I said the same thing five times, <laughs> but I hope you get it because it's so important. I really want you to get this. This is why it's really important to feel your feelings. Um, the quote that I love that just explains this so eloquently is that whatever you resist persists. Okay, so the moral of the story is you can't shove away your emotions. You have to learn to feel them so that you can then heal them. So Let's get into three ways that you can sit with your feelings and feel them. One of them is to, or like the first step is to identify what stereotypes you place on feelings and go through the work to remind yourself um, that these are not true. So the work is, is this thought true? Is this really true? How does this thought make me feel? And then what's a turnaround? So for an example, from the um, example we had earlier, being sad makes you weak. So if I were to identify that as a stereotype, when I am sad, I'm a weak person. Is that thought true? No. 
um, what's the turnaround? When I am sad, I'm being authentic and human. Is that thought true? Yes, absolutely. Another example is that being angry and mad makes me bad. So when I feel angry, I'm a bad person. Is that thought true? No. What's the turnaround? When I'm mad and angry, I'm being authentic and human. Is that thought true? Yes. Whatever culture you were raised in, whatever sort of household that you were raised in, your parents probably had certain stereotypes that they kind of went by. So maybe you were raised in a house where like everything is fine. (laughs) Everything is good. Everything is fine. We don't talk about when we're sad. We don't talk about when we're mad. Um, We're always just kind of just happy. And it's like, okay, like, you know, if you fought or if there was a fight, you just smile and it's all good. It's all okay. And so you just did not, you were not encouraged and you were not shown how to voice your needs if you were feeling sad or if you were feeling mad right um i'm half japanese and i think for a lot of the asian culture um we don't talk about feelings like therapy is like not a thing um i think kind of going back to my childhood when i got in trouble like when my stepmom was mad at me she ignored me like i got the cold shoulder like she wouldn't talk to me for like days (laughs) so such a interesting way to be raised right um and if i look at if i hadn't done the work if i hadn't gone to therapy if i honestly if i hadn't gotten kicked out and um meant to like what's happened with me is like i see this as an opportunity like me getting kicked out at a young age was an opportunity for me to be able to figure life out on my own instead of using my parents values and conditioning to um to move forward in life. Does that make sense? Um, Because if I think if I did, if I was like kept that conditioning, then um, I think I wouldn't speak my feelings to my husband. Like I think that if I would have gotten mad at him, then I would probably just like be silent. And I'm so happy I don't have that, um, that conditioning. I don't have that stereotype. If I'm feeling upset or sad, I tell him, but it's also like a two-way street. I know this is a tangent, but I I still want to tell you. Uh, When I first met him, one of the things that he told me was like, if you're ever feeling sad or angry or your feelings are hurt, like, please tell me right away. Like, don't hold those feelings in because when you do, then it just gets exasperated and it blows up. So tell me right away when you're feeling sad. And I was like, wow, that is amazing. Like you're so emotionally intelligent. Um, and now this is like triggering me to remember in my relationship before that I didn't speak up. I was silent. So it was like people pleasing to the max. Um, if I was sad or angry or hurt or upset, I just kept it to myself. Um, and so anyhow, long winded story to just show you how, based on our experiences, our culture, our conditioning, our upbringing, we might identify certain feelings as good or bad. So step number two is to notice the feeling in your body, like the physical actual sensation of what the feeling is giving you. Maybe you have a tight chest or your heart's beating super fast, or you're getting like that panicky feeling in your head. When you are able to identify those physical sensations What it does is it helps create a really neutral ground for you and then you stop labeling that emotion as good or bad, right? 
that like when I learned that I was like oh my god that makes so much sense (laughs) it's like this is just a feeling that my body is feeling and I can allow it to pass I can allow it to do its time I'm just gonna notice how it feels it doesn't mean it's good or bad the third way to be able to feel your feelings like productively is to name the emotion. So I actually use an emotions chart with my clients um, to help them increase their emotional intelligence because I really think that part of being your highest self means being emotionally well. Um, So I use the chart um, to help them identify like what they're feeling instead of just using broad terms like sad or anxious. That's also going to help you identify your needs so much easier. So if you want to see that chart, go ahead and just scroll down to the show notes and I'm going to have it in there. Um, It's a blog post link. So click that blog post and then you'll see um, the show notes for this episode and that will be there. And I think I'll also post it on Instagram. Um, Being emotionally well is also part of my coaching. So the reset strategy, it's the second E, you know, I love acronyms. And the reason why I brought emotions and feeling and like why I use it inside my programs with my clients is because I realized that a lot of these women, um, like were not actually feeling their feelings. Like they had all these suppressed emotions. They had all these suppressed feelings and they were not healing and so in order to fully heal so whether that be heal your relationship with your body or with food or with you know a past loved one or healing it with anything is you have to be willing to um let those feelings emerge be able to name them be able to sit with them and let them pass and then choose you know the next feeling that you want to have instead So that's why I even got my Reiki certification um, so that I can help my clients like, so with Reiki, it's energy healing. And so you're able to, as a Reiki practitioner, I am able to um, help you shift energy that's stuck in your body much, much faster than just like you doing it by yourself. Um, So look out for that episode so you'll learn more about it. Um, so anyways, that's why I got my Reiki certification to help my clients heal faster. Like, yes, it does help you heal faster. It's awesome. So anyhow, um, I hope that you are able to give yourself time and space to feel your feelings. I think that with this pandemic, like I said yesterday and today, like we're really being forced to look within and to heal, to shift old patterns And um, something that might motivate you (laughs) to learn how to feel your feelings is that feelings are an important factor to being able to get shit done. So if you look on the thought model, you know that feelings will trigger your actions. So you can't make a new thought model. You can't make a new conscious thought model for yourself if you don't know how to feel your feelings. Hashtag fact. You'll just stay in the negative feeling loop and never make that shift to be self-confident. You'll never be able to make that shift to like even just be neutral and maybe your perspective with your body image. Like you'll always stay in the negative unconscious um, thought loop if you don't learn how to feel your feelings. So I'll see you back on Monday for our regular podcast broadcast um we're gonna talk about how to move forward with this together so we're gonna get through this we're gonna get through it together and i'll give you some real actionable takeaways on how you can move forward from here i hope you guys have an amazing day don't forget to be your highest self bye for now